Welcome to the Catholic National Athletic Association's podcast, Overtime. We talk about the unique challenges of running an athletic department at Catholic high schools. We also feature athletic directors from around the country and identify best practices for successful high school athletic departments. If you would like to submit a question or suggest a topic idea for the podcast, please email info at thecnaa.org. That's I-N-F-O at thecnaa.org. I-N-F-O at thecnaa.org. We're here today with Amanda Waters, the Director of Athletics at Modern Day High School. Modern Day is known as a premier Catholic private high school. Also, Amanda recently co-founded the National AD Resource Network in 2020. Amanda, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited. Camps are starting up soon again, so uh, things are moving finally. So let's get into your background a little bit. What was the path that brought you to where you are today? You know, I'm, I'm originally from Maine. Um, I played two sports in college, and my college basketball coach uh, was a life changer for me. You know, not just a game changer, but a life changer. So for me, I knew I wanted to coach. And then when I was coaching, I coached basketball for a long time. I coached softball for a year. I realized that sports is my passion anyway. And when the AD job at Carlsbad High came up, um, it was a perfect fit for me. And then uh, I was there for six years, and then Modern Day opened up. Uh, and it's funny because the first question they asked me was, you know, what do you know about Modern Day? And my answer is, I know I don't want to play you. So <laughs> so when that was my first answer, I knew that was somewhere I wanted to be. So I was I was blessed enough to get the the offer. And um, and now I'm there. So it's it's been very exciting. So is this sort of a career pinnacle for you? Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, for sure. You know, I think that, um, as ADs, we want to strive to be the best and work at the best. Uh, and I feel like now at a high school level, like I'm, I'm at the best, like the way they have and do things, uh, the athletes they have, the coaches they have, it's, it's, uh, it's very humbling for sure. Now I understand you may be new to private schools. Is that correct? I am. Yeah. I've been public school for 21 years. So this is the first, uh, private school experience for me for sure. And how is that going so far? How's the transition been? It's been great. Um, you know, it's interesting because uh, everyone from like security to the campus supervisors to um, everybody has been very happy and positive and welcoming uh, and, and helpful, you know, because there are a lot of things that I don't know, uh, private school to public school. So it's been great. Uh, a lot of the same issues, though, a lot of the same problems. So that's been, you know, good. At least that doesn't shock me. Um, but it's been great, for sure. It's all been positive. I can tell you that. That's fantastic to hear. Now, you came from Carlsbad High School uh, before this. That was that was the last place you were. What was the experience like there? It was great. I mean, Carlsbad was a fantastic community. Um, parents and kids of grandparents, they all went there, like generations were Lancers. So it was a lot of big alumni community feel. Uh, they were very welcoming again. Um, the coaches kind of bought into the family mentality. So it's it's a very similar environment to where I am now because alumni is so big at Modern Day. Um, so that it, Carlsbad was great for that. Um, and now they have a new AD that took over after me, who's a Carlsbad alum, whose brother's Thomas Eshelman that pitched for the Orioles the other day. Um, so it's it was you know they they'll do great. And and what I did there and the school and the community really prepared me for where I am now. 
Now you've only been in the position for what, three months now at this point? Oh, I started July 1st. So it's been like 30, 41 days. Oh, wow. (laughs) Very new. So what are the challenges or differences that you've noticed between the public school that you came from and the private school where you are now? You know, it's so hard to answer that because COVID has really kind of rocked everything. Um, It's rocked the change of off season. It's rocked being able to see kids on campus, summer camps. Um, But it's also, on the other hand, given opportunities for me to kind of get to know coaches a little faster because we're having those one-on-one conversations uh, without kids being everywhere. But it's so different. It's really hard to say because COVID has changed so much. so yeah, I, it's hard because this is all, this is a new norm for everybody. So what has changed for you during the COVID response? You know, I think we've had to, as, as in general, think outside the box, you know, how can we get kids safely out there? Because as you probably know, mental health is a big issue going on now because it's gone on for so long. Uh, these kids are going to come back and they're going to need a little extra love. So, you know, how do we manage that? How do we prepare coaches to be able to, have those tough conversations and be able to listen. And I think a lot of that is preparing them um, and and ADs in general, right? Like we've never done this before, Um, but understanding that, you know, getting those kids back out there for mental health reasons is really important, but we want to do it safely. So the parents know what we're doing. So a lot of it is planning. And then when it blows up, it's planning again. And then it blows up again, it's planning again. So making sure we have a plan so that the kids feel safe and the parents know that, we're going to do everything we can to protect their children. Now, you mentioned things blowing up and having another plan. How often has that happened in the in the past 41 days? Uh, pr- quite often. Um, when I started, we had camps going, and then they stopped camps. So that changed the tire schedule. Then uh, they went to, okay, we can't, we did a hybrid schedule for school. And then the, the, they said everybody had to start virtual in certain counties, which then switched everything again. So the one schedule we had, now we went to another one. Now we're at a third one. Um, And then as far as camps restarting, then it was camp, then it was no camp, and now camps again with different types of restrictions. So a lot of it's protocols, making sure we have safety stuff in line. uh, And a lot of them are similar. There's just some added ones. Uh, but it's a lot, a lot of planning. And it's it's honestly like Tetris, especially with the new CIF calendar that came out, because now we're dealing with schedules starting in December. We only have fall and spring, and we have 17 teams playing in the spring. So how does that look for facilities and all that? So it's a lot of moving parts for sure. Now, has has there been any impact because uh, modern day is in Santa Ana, so that's in Orange County. Different counties have kind of had a different take on how to handle all of this. Has that really impacted the way you've been able to plan for things? Yeah, it has. You know, I think uh, there's parts of LA County um, that are allowing some of the private schools to still do things. Uh, so it's it's hard, right? Because our parents are like, how come they can and we can't? But it's all count, Department of County of Health. So when the Department of County and and we're listening to them, we're listening to the state, um, you know, and obviously we want to make sure that our kids are safe and the parents feel comfortable, too. um, But we also have to factor in the mental health piece of it. So, yeah, I mean, every county is different. So everybody's monitoring stuff daily to see where we're going. So let's let's uh, let's go to this. You obviously have a ton of energy and a great competitive spirit. How are you keeping that going, working remotely? Um, 
Well, I'm actually in the office. I'm an essential worker. So I'm there with a couple of my associate ADs, uh, as well as the APO over athletics. So there's some of us that are essential workers that are, are on campus. You know, it's Zoom calls and it's uh, talking with coaches. And the biggest thing, honestly, is that it's okay to not be okay. To have those hard conversations to your coaches and say, we know we all want to be strong for the kids, but you and I having a conversation like it's okay to not be okay and trying to keep it positive for the kids. Like, Hey, this is going to be in your history books for your kids. When you get older, like you're going to look back on this and you're going to laugh. And we just keep reminding them like, this is such a small portion of their life. It seems like it's so big right now, but it's going to be such a small snippet of, of their life that, you know, it'll go by really quick and end quick. I was thinking of that the other day as I've gotten farther and farther away from high school, just the perspective of how small these things were, but how huge they seemed at the time. Do you have any suggestions for athletes and their parents on how to pivot and deal uh, during the time of COVID? You know, I think the biggest thing is uh, for parents, you have to listen. Like you, you literally have to take a step because I have, I have children and I have a, a 13 and 11 year old and you have to take a step back. And you have to listen to them and what they have to say and how, what's making them upset and, and what's bothering them. Because a lot of kids will be like, well, I don't want to bother my parents because I know they're stressed either about maybe it's their job or an uncle or a sister who's out of work. Um, and again, right now, all of the whole school's going online. What about parents that both work? Right. So I think the biggest thing for parents is you really have to listen. And the biggest thing for kids is take this time, which you may never get again, to do what you want to do. Like if you want to work hard at football and football is what you want to do, buy some weights, get and do something and start a routine yourself at home. You know, and and so right now is an opportunity that I don't know the last time I had six months where I was home every day ever in my life, besides when I was like kindergarten. So for the kids, take advantage of this. Let yourself relax. Let yourself be able to sleep a little later but also get yourself on a routine so that you can get yourself to where you want to be. So so you mentioned how you're adjusting to the remote requirements because you're in the office. What about the rest of the, the staff that you're dealing with that, that aren't in the office with you? How, how is that working out? You know, it's interesting because you hear um, you hear such differences, right? Some people love it. Some people are enjoying being home. Some people enjoy the safety of being home. They enjoy being able to do stuff virtually. Um, and then you have others that are like, I just want to get out of my house. Like, can I come in? And you just have to remind them like, yes, people can come on campus, but it's limited. And this is why, because we don't know what other people are dealing with. Some people may have someone at home that has an underlying health condition and the same with our kids. Right. So it's hard for me because I see both sides of the argument. I see some that I get you don't want to start school. And then I see some that say we want to start school. And I think both sides really need to keep an open mind and realize that we all deal with different things. And somebody may be dealing with a parent that's sick at home. And that's why they don't want to go to work because they don't want to, you know, get that person sick. So I think a lot of it's going to be understanding and patience and, and not judging, letting people make decisions based on what's comfortable for them. 
It, it certainly is an interesting time. So tell us a little bit about your platform. What is the National AD Resource Network? So the National AD Resource Network is basically, uh, it's a group of ADs that get together. Uh, my friend, uh, Ira Childress and, at Gulliver Prep in Florida, and I started it in March uh, when all of this started. We had a lot of ADs reach out to us with questions like, how are you handling it? Are you reaching out to your kids? Are, what are you telling your coaches? And so for us, it was a platform to say, we're in this together. Nobody, no AD has to be by themselves. And, and we've all been new ADs. We get it. Like a lot of times you're just thrown in the fire. No one really tells you what to do. You just kind of figure it out as you go. Um, but we wanted to kind of stop that and say, wait, you don't have to be in it by yourself. Bring problems. Let's work it out together. We have people from every state. We have over, over 600 people registered at this point. And so it's a, right now we're doing every other week. And people send us questions if they want us to bring it up during the call and we'll get input from every state. How's, how's Florida coming and what's happening there? Iowa, Maine, New Jersey, New York. Like, And it's so different. It's such an interesting dynamic on how everybody's so different. But we all take pieces from people and help each other through it. And it's been fantastic. Like It's so inspirational to see that many ADs with that much passion. And that, for me, has been the best part of it. How many ADs are on this call every couple of weeks? Uh, it ranges. It can be from 100 to 300 to more than that. And then we also post it. We have a website, National AD Resource, at nationaladresource.com, uh, that people can go and actually watch the videos, even if they can't get on the call. So they can, and we get special guests. Like last week, we had the, um, the president-elect from the NIAAA, um, Lisa, who was amazing, uh, who gives good insight. You know, we had the first base coach from uh, from the Dodgers, George, who was on there, who was fantastic. So, you know, we had Brian Kelly on there from Notre Dame. And I mean, we've just had some really good guests to come on that can directly speak to coaches, that can directly speak to kids. Um, and that can help ADs like manage how this is going to work. Uh, so it's been really good and rewarding. So what is the most common question that comes up in one of these Zoom calls? What's uh, it, the most common question and the one that is the most urgent for ADs? I think the hardest, honestly, is the mental health piece. I think so many people are worried about what happens, not just with our coaches or not just with our kids, but with our coaches. You know, like, are, are they, when they come back, are they going to be prepared for what they're going to be dealing with? And I don't know that there's an answer to that. You know, I think the best thing we can do is try to be positive. And if they're okay, then the kids will be okay. And so I think as ADs, our biggest challenge is to make sure our coaches are okay. If that means reaching out to them, if that means meeting up with them and making sure they're good, um, however that needs to work, knowing the co knowing the coaches know that you care is a is a big thing. So for the student athletes, for a lot of them, they're they're looking ahead to potentially being college athletes. Everything has changed right now. How have you uh, had the conversations with those athletes about how they're preparing for the next step and what that might look like for them? You know, what's been interesting is uh, we, when we had Brian Kelly on there, he discussed about how right now it's so important to be able to sell yourself, whether that's start a website, get some video on there, reach out to college coaches yourself, um, sending them some video. Uh, we actually have forms on our website that, that um, kids can actually just copy and paste, uh, which are sample emails they can send coaches or whatever. But it's really being a proactive approach to, hey, I want you to check me out. And college coaches are having time right now because they're not doing what they're usually doing either. So there's a lot of time right now to be able to 
have those email conversations um, and get things started for yourself. So it's how badly do you want it and how hard do you want to work to get it? Um, are, and now you're going to have those kids that are all in. It's going to show you, okay, yeah, they really want it because this is all they, this is everything they did when they had their time off. On a side note, you're you're talking about developing all of these things that go onto, say, a website or whatever else. Doesn't that give the kids a chance to develop new skills that they might not have honed in in other times? Oh, without a doubt. Like I don't know about you, but I don't know how many times I've seen a kid email and you go, okay, we need to teach that child how to write an email, right? So. But it's interesting because a lot of it now they're learning. They're learning how to do an email. They're learning how to do social media posts that are positive. They're learning how to respond to ones that are negative or not respond. They're learning how to, I mean, there's so much they're learning. They're learning communication and how they have to be an advocate for themselves, right? It can't be college coaches don't want to hear from mom and dad. They want to hear from the player. So it's, it's taking people outside of their comfort zone across the board to do things they're not comfortable with doing but it also means we're all growing also. So it's a, it's kind of a double-edged sword. Like, yes, it's good. And it's, it's hard on mental health, but we're still learning. Now, before we go, is there anything else that you would like to add that maybe we haven't covered so far? No, I mean, I, I have to tell you that um, I, I've had the pleasure of working with a lot of amazing ADs in North County, uh, San Diego, when I was with Carlsbad. I do miss them all terribly, but I will tell you this. You know, we had a Trinity League AD meeting today and everybody was amazing there too. So I've been very lucky and very blessed uh, with the people I've worked with and for. And I I just look forward to many years at at Modern Day and uh, building those relationships in Orange County like I did in in San Diego. Well, thank you so much for sharing your passion for athletics. If someone wants to reach out to contact you about your services, whether it's the National AD Resource Network or Modern Day, how can they get in touch? Uh, email is the best way. Uh, they can email me at awaters at moderday.org. And that's just like the liquid with an S. So awaters at moderday.org. Amanda Waters, Director of Athletics at Modern Day High School. Thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the CNAA podcast, Overtime. Stay tuned for more episodes each month featuring best practices for managing high school athletic programs at Catholic schools. If you have questions or topic suggestions for the show, please email info at thecnaa.org. That's info at thecnaa.org. And let us know what you think.